Guys, before we get into today's episode, I have a really important announcement I want to make sure you do not miss. March is going to be a really exciting month in the Primal Potential universe, and I wanted you to be the first to know that I am hosting a completely free training on Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. You do need to register, and the easiest way for you to do that is to just find me on Instagram and message me with the word tips, T-I-P-S, tips, and I'll send you the link to register. Otherwise, I'm going to make a point to put it in the show descriptions, but message me tips. It'll go to you automatically. Get in touch with me in any way you can if you want that link to register, and for some reason you can or can't figure out how to message me with the word tips, but that's going to be the easiest way because here's the thing. There's a lot of things that we want to be able to do intuitively, automatically, without so much hard work and effort. But to get to the point where you're doing it intuitively and as a matter of habit, you've got to do it intentionally. And that comes with a lot of challenges, whether those challenges are our own excuses, our fears of failure, All of the past times we've tried and failed that make us doubt that we can do it, or maybe it's social situations that pull us away from our goals. I want to walk you through a process of creating your own personal protocol that takes into account all of the unique factors about you, your preferences, your lifestyle, your most common excuses, your fears and your doubts. And I want to take you through that process live in a format where I can answer your questions in real time. And we're going to be doing that on this free training that again is Thursday, March 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Find me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. Message me the word tips, T-I-P-S, and I'll automatically send you that link so it can happen really fast. You don't have to wait on my reply. That's the best and easiest way. I'll also, moving forward, make a point to put the link in the show description, but I really want you to be there. It is live. You do have to register. It is Thursday, March 21st, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Mark your calendar. Make sure to register. I also have some pretty exciting announcements Maybe the most exciting things that have happened in Primal Potential in the last almost 10 years or coming up on 10 years, I really want you to be there. Message me the word tips. I'll automatically kick you that registration link. If for some reason you can't do that, send a smoke signal, flag me down, find a way to get in touch with me. I want you to be there. Mark your calendar now, and I will plan to see you for that live training Thursday, March 21st, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. If you want to create change in any area of your life, you're in the right place. Together, we'll explore the strategies and tools I've used to lose over 100 pounds, pay off $130,000 in debt, and become a multiple seven-figure business owner. I've supported thousands of women to levels of execution and fulfillment they didn't know were possible. So if you're frustrated, If you're doubting yourself, if you're not enjoying the journey, there's a better way. 
Together, we'll break through your past patterns, we'll eliminate the appeal of your excuses so you can get consistent, stay consistent, create the results you want, and most importantly, enjoy the journey. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. I hope you are having an amazing day today. We're going to talk about consistency. I talk about that a lot because you're doing this whole Consistency 365 series. I wanted to do a longer form episode, though, because this is where the work is. You know, <laughs> like if we could summarize it. It's not that there's nutritional confusion. I mean, sure, there is. There are a lot of people who are confused about nutrition, but there's, I say this all the time, like there's enough that we agree upon. That's not the issue. The issue is we're not consistent. We show up, we make excuses, we let life get in the way, we tell ourselves we'll start tomorrow. And I believe that whether you have a goal of losing weight, which is one of my primary goals right now, or improving your fitness or building a business, getting out of debt, heck, improving your marriage. We need to talk about that. We need to talk about that. We need to talk about the decision that I made recently around uh, an experiment that I'm going to do in my marriage, but I don't think we'll go there today. Remind me. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. I want to talk about consistency because When I was wildly inconsistent, the notion of being consistent was intimidating for me for a couple of reasons. The two primary reasons that consistency was intimidating and a lot of the reason that I I think I made excuses, number one, I perceived that it would be very hard, that it would be hard work for a long time, maybe even forever. And the second thing is that I thought it would mean and it would require missing out. And we're naturally drawn towards pleasure and away from pain. And I had this sense that consistency wouldn't be, I mean, fun's not the right word, but would require that I miss out on pleasure and sometimes fun. Now, having created consistency in many areas of my life and experienced that journey through it's taking discipline and it's taking sacrifice and it's hard and it's this and it's that, all the way to I'm consistent, I wanted to share my perspective on those two pieces of resistance. Number one, it is only hard, consistency is only hard until habit kicks in and takes over, at which point it becomes effortless, right? What was hard becomes easy. What required effort becomes automatic once habit kicks in. The reason that you might not have experienced that, at least in a particular area of your life, is because you haven't been consistent. You're on again, off again. And so when you're in that pattern, It always feels hard, which makes it very easy to assume that it's always going to feel hard. But understand that consistency is only powered by discipline, by hard work, by effort, until habit kicks in and takes over. And when that happens, 
not only is it easier, it becomes automatic. Think about things that you do out of habit. When something is a habit, it almost happens on autopilot. It takes very little, if any, attention, intention, effort. It just is the way that it happens. I mean, silly things. I go to the grocery store either on Friday evenings or Sunday afternoons. That's just what I do. It is effortless. I don't think about it. It doesn't feel hard. It doesn't take willpower. It doesn't take discipline. It's just it's just a habit. That's a silly example. But brushing and flossing my teeth. I do it before I shower. I don't have to think about it. I'm I'm literally just going through the motions because it is habit. We don't get there if we are not consistent. So if you can relate to the fear that I had or the resistance that I had, and sometimes it was a little bit of both, that consistency is just going to be hard. It's going to be a grind only until habit takes over. And habit doesn't get the opportunity to take over if you are just popping in and out of the process and popping in and out of the work. When you do that, it stays hard. Now, in terms of this second piece of resistance that I've worked through around it's going to require missing out, which means it's kind of going to suck or it's not going to be fun or it's going to mean missing out on fun. It feels amazing to feel amazing. When I reflect back on my journey of losing 130 pounds, it was amazing. It felt so good It was so rewarding. I loved the process. I wasn't going through the days like, nope, can't do that, can't eat that, can't. It felt so good. I wanted to keep doing it because progress and energy and confidence feel great. Don't judge how it's going to feel from the vantage point of where you are now it is misleading. That's not to say that your experience will be my experience. It might not be. But what I do know is that how it feels on day one, week one, month one, your starting block or early stages is absolutely positively not how it will feel after months of consistency. It's just not. You don't have to assume that it's going to be amazing, but at least give yourself the benefit of figuring that out because you can always go back to the way things were. I have been thinking a ton about this next piece that I want to talk about because I'm going into what I've shared with you guys as consistent summer. We are in the consistency course really leaning into not only consistency, but enjoying consistency, living life fully, not missing out on things, and also not letting ourselves down, not taking our foot off the gas in a way that isn't aligned with who we want to be or the goals that we have for ourselves. And one of the challenges that I I'm helping my clients work through around consistency is overwhelm. Overwhelm comes up for a couple of reasons. One of them is trying to do too much. Trying to bite off more than you can chew, trying to change 
more than you have the capacity to change at one time as opposed to small steps. And the resistance there is, oh, this is too small to make a difference. I need to do more. I should be doing more. I've always done more in the past, even though it hasn't worked. We're going to talk about that. The other reason that it can feel overwhelming is because of your focus. When you're focused on more than just your next great choice. This is the piece of it that I personally use as a tool in everyday responses to feeling overwhelmed. So just this morning, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays and Fridays are a little bit more challenging than Mondays and Wednesdays. Mondays and Wednesdays, I feel super um, capable of getting done what needs to be done because we have extra hands with the kids. But on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Fridays, when we don't, I'm always kind of looking at what I intend to get done with a sense of like, oh, am I going to do this? Is this going to be manageable today? And when overwhelm arises, I remind myself that it's because I'm focusing on more than what I need to do now or next. This morning as I was getting breakfast prepared for the kids and I'm making myself a cup of coffee and I'm... Roman wants help getting his eggs on his fork, even though he's totally capable of doing it himself. And the girls are eating broccoli, but they keep dropping it and they need help. And I'm thinking about all of those things, plus my work that I need to get into as soon as they're done eating. Overwhelm happens when I'm focused on all of those things instead of just what I need to do now or next. And it's not even necessarily as broad as I need to eat breakfast and get the kids breakfast. It's the, the thing that I need to do now is pick up Piper's broccoli off the floor. And the thing that I need to do now is grab my coffee cup. And the thing that I need to do now is sit next to Roman and help him eat his eggs. Sometimes even just the, the big picture of breakfast feels overwhelming when there's three people that need my help and I'm trying to eat and not let the house devolve into like ketchup all over the walls. Because why? Why do kids have to put ketchup on their eggs? Why? Why? Can't we just have eggs? Eggs would be so much cleaner. Anyway, I say that because as I work through the pursuit of consistency with my clients, a lot of them do feel overwhelmed. We get to choose how much we take on and... We can always get better at focusing on just the thing we're doing right now. Just listening to the podcast right now. Just driving to work right now. Just making lunch right now. Just getting dressed for a workout right now. Just responding to this email right now. Not, we don't have to mentally take on all the things for the next six hours. I mean, that's just, of course you're overwhelmed. When it comes to that piece, though, of trying to do too much, this is a huge factor in consistency. Because for me, when I would try to lose weight in the past, I was trying to do all of the things, right? I was trying to eat less crap, overeat less frequently, not go out to eat as much, not drink alcohol, have a healthy breakfast, not snack in between meals, have a healthy lunch, not snack between breakfast and lunch and dinner, 
make sure there's a healthy dinner, clean up, get prepared for the next day. And truth be told, early in my journey, that was just too much to start with. But if you suggested that I do less, I would have been nervous that then I wouldn't get results. Ignoring the fact that trying to do everything, I wasn't getting results easier either, right? I wasn't, it wasn't working to try to do everything. And yet I was afraid that it wouldn't work to try to do less. But when we do less and we feel more capable and then we can be more consistent because it's more manageable, then we get to that habit point more quickly and then we can add in a reasonable, slow and controlled way. I pick up pennies. I wrote about this in Chasing Cupcakes, and I know I've talked about it here on the podcast before, but if I see a penny, as long as it's safe to get, I pick it up. And I do that because it's my reminder to myself that every little bit makes a difference. There's no story where a penny is too small to matter. And this was a big shift I had to make in my own perspective because for the longest time, I absolutely classified things as too small to make a difference, you know? Well, if I had the ice cream but left two bites behind, like that's not going to make a difference. It's too small to make a difference. And there were all of these changes, all of these things I could do that cumulatively probably would have been huge, but individually I dismissed them all as too small to make a difference but they are cumulative, right? Like nothing is isolated. There is nothing that is too small to make a difference, whether it is a compliment to somebody that you know, or a stranger, or it is one less bite of your pizza. It All of it makes a difference because you got to realize over the course of a year, if you did three things a day that you think are too small to make a difference, over the course of a year, that would be huge, And that's the penny reminder for me. When we look at actual pennies and the math, I, oh gosh, there's two examples that are still very impactful in my life. And one of them looks at what would happen if, let's say I offered you either $100 a day for a month or a penny doubled every day for a month. And you might be like, well, on the first day it would be one cent, and on the second day it would be two cents, on the third day it would be four cents. Gosh, by the end of the week it would still be 64 cents. Like, mm, I'll take the 100 bucks, because <laughs> at least I know by the end of the week I have 700 bucks in that example. But the thing is, if I give you $100 a day for a month, at the end of a month, if it's a 31-day month, you have $3,100. Like, not too shabby, okay. But you know how I said that at the end of the week, if I'm doubling your penny daily, you have $0.64. Cents. At the end of the second week, you still don't even have 100 bucks. right? You had 100 bucks on day one, okay? At the end of the third week, it's over $10,000, At the end of the fourth week, it's over a million dollars. And by day 31, it's almost $11 million. $10,737,000. A penny doubled every day for a month. Now, obviously, choices aren't the same as pennies, 
but their impact is. Let me take it a step further. What if instead of doubling your penny every day, I doubled your penny every other day for a month. So I've already told you that if I doubled your penny every day for a month, at the end of the month, you would have almost $11 million. Starting with one cent on day one, day seven, you only have 64 cents. Day 14, you only have $81.92. But by day 31, you have $10,737,000. But what if I doubled that penny just every other day? Instead of $10 million, $737,000, what would you have if I doubled it every other day? $163. The cost of inconsistency is huge. Not just in this penny example. If I were consistent, doubling it daily, almost $11 million after 31 days. If I'm like, I'm going to double it every other day. That's still pretty good. $163. You missed out on 10 million, 600, no, $10,737,318. You missed out. Why am I bringing that up? Because when you say like, oh, it's no big deal and you opt for inconsistency, it does leave a mark. Not only because the compound effect of your consistency is tremendous, but you don't get to that habit point, right? Because if you do it every other day, just using that same example, you're as practiced in not doing it as you are in doing it. You have the same amount of effort and practice and repetition and rehearsal going into not doing it as doing it. So there's no, there's no habit. There's no habit established. So it's not going to get easier. It's still going to take effort. It's still going to feel hard. It's still going to require intentionality. And that's just in how it feels. The cost to your results is tremendous. You don't have to do all the things. A lot of people approach consistency from the standpoint of like, I know there's a thousand things that I should be doing for my health and I'm working on them. You know, some days I do my meditation. Sometimes I'm really great about going for a walk. And today I did weight training and, you know, I'm really going to make an effort over the weekend to eat clean. And it's like there's this big bucket of things that you've called healthy. And of course, this would be the same if we're talking about getting out of debt or building a business or whatever. You're doing like random things from the bucket daily. You're in action, but you're not building consistency and you're not making progress because it's random and it's scattered. But people feel like I need to do all of these things. And gosh, I see these people online and they're always so consistent in their eating. Plus, they're doing cold plunges and they're doing sauna treatment and they're doing red lights and they're doing like all of these things and they take $500 a month worth of supplementation and you feel like you should be doing all of those things instead of picking the one thing, the one piece of one thing even that you know is a needle mover for you 
and you get consistent and you get consistent and you do that thing every single day. You do that thing every single day. And once you get to that habit stage, you can add more. Remember my one thing early on when I was over 350 pounds was a smaller order at Chick-fil-A. I didn't take days off. And it seems silly. It seems so ridiculous. Too small to make a difference. There is nothing that is too small to make a difference. But there are absolutely things that are too big to possibly make a difference because you are not yet at the point yet where you have the capacity to do all of them consistently. This is the whole reason that the consistency course exists. Because folks are so busy jumping from this strategy to this strategy to I'm going to try this and I'm going to try that. And this person's doing that. And gosh, she just, she looks amazing. I want to do what she's doing. That they're putting all the emphasis on the plan or the program or the protocol instead of the master skill set that drives all of success in every arena. And that is consistency. My coaching resources and time and attention go into the consistency course, right? That's where I put tools and resources around how. How do I do this? How do I break it down? How do I keep it simple? How do I overcome my excuses? How do I show up when I'm in a funk? What do I do when I'm out of my element, when I'm out of my routine, or I've faced a big disappointment? That's where that goes. That's where I do the coaching and inspired by my own commitment to consistency this summer and commitment to my goals and my process while also living fully and enjoying summer and all of these things with my family, we are doing consistent summer and really leaning in inside the consistency course. And, you know, might not be for you. It's probably not for most people. But if it is for you, Consider this like your nudge, your tap, your like, let's go, let's go. Some people can absolutely spearhead this on their own and be very successful. And other people need the community and the support and the accountability. And I trust that you know where you fall in that. I trust that as an adult, you know if you need the support and the community and the and the structure and the accountability or you don't. And I think both are amazing, but most important thing is that you know yourself. As we walk away from this episode, I want you to keep that penny visual in your mind that the $100 a day approach is trying to do everything. The penny a day approach is knowing intellectually knowing that if you do the small thing and you do it consistently, that the rewards will be huge and you can build on that in a meaningful way. But if you do that small thing and you skip days, it's not even the same thing. It's not even close. It's not even comparable. The difference is tremendous. I hope this was helpful. Consistency is so important and we're going to keep talking about it and we're going to keep hammering it home. And if you have questions, let me know. If there's something specifically I can help you with, let me know. I want all of us to go into this season feeling reinvigorated and determined and maybe for the first time willing to do something different, even if it's radically different. Because look, if you keep doing things and approaching things the way you've been approaching them, then you're probably going to experience the same results. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.